Attention all business owners, David Nagel here with an important question. Are you tired of struggling with overwhelm, feeling like you can't create a steady income and dealing with worry and anxiety because you don't have a solid plan? Believe me, I've been there and no matter what level you're at, these are all symptoms of some larger internal issues at play. If you're ready to figure out what's blocking the success that you know is meant for you, I have the solution that you've been looking for. Join me at the Art of Success Summit on June 26th through 28th, live from the comfort of your own home or office. Now over these three life-changing days, you'll learn how to overcome your terror barriers, identify your biggest blind spot, and create a plan to get you where you wanna go in record time. Don't miss this opportunity to transform your business and your life. Right now we're offering some really great cashback bonuses and our lowest ticket price, but that will increase very soon. Visit lifeisnowinc.com forward slash summit to secure your spot today. Again, that's lifeisnowinc.com forward slash summit. Hope to see you there. And now on to this episode of the Successful Mind Podcast. David Nagel here, the Successful Mind Podcast. This is part two about the law of vibration and how the mind works and what it is that we're perceiving. Come on in and give it a listen. You're listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. Hey, everybody, David Nagel. We're part two now, uh, the Successful Mind Podcast. We're talking about the law of vibration. And we are talking about how to pay very close attention to what it is that's coming into your mind. So I think one of the significant significant things that I pointed out on the last podcast was <clears throat> either the information that's coming into our mind is controlling us or we're deciding what information we're going to let in. And so we control it. But I want to say something uh, that has extreme significance to it. And I want you to carry, carry this around and never forget this for the rest of your life. When you, the moment that you experience something, it's already in you. Now think about that. The moment that you experience something, it's already in you. Why? Well, like I said at the, on the last podcast, is because you experience something with cells of recognition that are in your mind. You don't experience something with your eyes right? You may experience seeing things you think it's with your eyes or touching things like you experience it at your fingertips or whatever, but it's actually, that's actually not true. That's kind of like an illusion. When you feel something and you recognize that feeling, the recognition and the meaning of it is not in your hand, it's in your mind. Thus, it's the same way with anything that you're, anything that you're seeing or you're hearing. Now, I want to share something with you from uh, 
uh, think and grow rich. And I want you to think about this from a, from the idea of perception and vibration. Like, let me read it to you and then I'm, we'll discuss it. He says, when riches begin to come, they come so quickly in such great abundance that one wonders where they have been hiding during all the lean years. This is an astounding statement and all the more so when we take into consideration the popular belief that riches come only to those who work hard and long. When you begin to think and grow rich, you will observe that riches begin with a state of mind, with definiteness of purpose, and with little or no hard work. You and every other person ought to be interested in knowing how to acquire that state of mind which will attract riches. Now, he's talking about a state of mind. Now, what's important about the state of mind that, that I think really eludes people and it, it eluded me. I, I put myself on the same plane as everybody else with this information when they first when they first start hearing it or just prior to when they start to learn it. The idea about the state of mind is that it controls what you perceive around you. Now, the crazy thing about success and the crazy thing about money that everybody wants is that it's already here and it's already around you right now. I don't care where you are. It's already around you right now. But if, if you're not possessing it, if you're not having it come to you uh, in great ways, if you're not getting rich yourself, then something in your mind is actually keeping it away from you. It's not actually calling it to you. Now, he says something interesting in this paragraph again. Let me give it to you one more time and see if you pick up on it. He says, when riches begin, when riches begin to come, they come so quickly in such great abundance that one wonders where they've been hiding during all those lean years. This is an astounding statement, and all the more so when we take into consideration the popular belief that riches come only to those who work hard and long. When you begin to think and grow rich, you will observe that riches begin with a state of mind, with definiteness of purpose, with little or no hard work. Now, let me give you this last part again, okay? He's telling you where you need to change your mind, okay? He says when you begin to think and grow rich. Now, thinking is also based on the law of cause and effect. And it also, like we talked about on the last podcast, affects the vibratory frequency of your mind. So what are you thinking? When it comes to being rich, what are you thinking? Are you thinking, poor me, I don't have anything, everybody else is doing it, I can't figure out how to do this? Do so you have some weird superstition in your head, like I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not good looking enough, I don't have the right connections, I don't have enough money to get rich? Are you thinking about what you don't have? Or... Are you thinking about that money is there, I'm just as good as anybody else or better, and there's no reason why I can't get rich myself? Like what where do you see yourself falling on the on the on the on that spectrum of belief? Okay, let's go on. He says, when you begin to think and grow rich, okay, we covered the thinking. You will observe that riches begin with a state of mind. Where did I tell you you observe things? In your mind. In your mind. Now, 
when I t- when I give you an absolute universal principle, and that is the the universe is abundant, and all the money that you'll ever poss- could ever possibly want, use, need, or have in your life is already here. It's already here, and it's around you right now. For every person that ever has gotten rich, getting rich, or will get rich, all the money that they will accumulate within that spectrum of getting rich is in the hands of other people, including yours. It's in the hands of other people. What makes it move from other people's hands into your hands is when people are willing to pay for whatever service you create that has value. Because money is nothing more than a transaction of value for value. That's what it's supposed to be. Money is just a tool. That's it. It's nothing more, nothing less. And when you create value or perceived value, people will trade the money that's in their hand for what it is that you have. So that so that's a starting place as far as thinking about riches, right? Like you think to yourself, well, what is it? What what do what causes a person to give up money for riches? We live in a very different world today. Uh there's a lot of things in this world that people trade money for that they didn't when I first started my journey 30 years ago. And uh, some of it's disturbing. There's no question about it. But there's always been things that seem to make, but they don't, let's put it this way, they just don't make anybody's life any better, right? Uh, except for the person that's selling these things, like drugs, like gambling, uh, like sex, um, alcohol. You know, I mean, we, the society could literally do without the drugs and the alcohol and the gambling because very few people can handle those things responsibly. Now, if you can handle it responsibly, that's fine. But there's usually far much better things that we can spend our money on than those things. And my, all my point is, is that there's always been things for people to trade money for on the perceived value of what it is, Right. Obviously, an educated person understands that that generally if a person's using illicit drugs, it's not a good thing, and it usually goes down a dark road, right? But in the moment, there's a perceived value. That's why a person spends it. People will spend money on sex of all kinds and, and all sorts. I mean, the imagination, there's no end to the imagination. There's no end to the imagination on what people will spend money on sex for, right? But in the moment... It is a perceived. It is a perceived value in that moment. Gambling is the same thing. Gambling is a big one, because every time they pull the arm in that slot machine, it's a perceived value. Every lottery ticket, it's a perceived value, right? And it can be fun to do those things on occasion, but you'll see people that'll give up their whole paycheck to do it, and they think that's where the wealth is, and they don't know that it's the worst possible trade that they could make outside of their own life for. For the for the value of what it is that they what they what they really want. Okay, now he got now let's go to the next part here because this is getting really interesting. So he says, when you begin to think and grow rich, you will observe that riches begin with a state of mind with definiteness of purpose, with little or no hard work. Now I want you to think about that. Let me read it again. See if you catch this. When you begin to think and grow rich, you will observe that riches begin with a state of mind. The second thing he says is with definiteness of purpose. In other words, you know exactly what it is that you want and what you're prepared to give for what you want. 
But the third thing, when people started hearing the third thing, and he wrote this book back in the 30s, I think it was, the people couldn't wrap their mind around it. And today people can't wrap their mind around it. He says, with little or no hard work, with little or no hard work, he says, you and every other person ought to be interested in knowing how to acquire the state of mind which will attract riches. When I created um, our program, the Elite Mind series, we do have a 90-day series, and then when people are done with that, they usually go on and they do the program for an entire year. It's about helping a person stay in that mindset every day, starting off for a period of 90 days and watching the results that actually show up in their life. It's incredible, the results that show up in their life. Because the other side of what Napoleon Hill is talking about here, and he has, and he gets to, what I read you, by the way, was in the introduction. The meat of that book is in the rest of the book, but he's got a whole chapter on persistence and consistency. And the idea is that even when people stumble across or figure out what they need to do from a cause and effect perspective to do something in the way to get the result, they don't do it consistently enough to do it. And they fall back on the programming in their mind that says that they have to work harder. So it's more important that their mind keep that, uh, that idea, right? That they work hard, but why? Well, for what reason? Well, because we've made we made the the mistake of turning it into an ethic. Be, hard work is an ethic, and and when we do that, or when we did that, people then took that idea and they attached it to their identity. Like everybody wants to be a good person, right? Well, who told you what it takes to be a good person? To be a good, yeah, who told you this? The people that you that, that raised you. That's who told you what it is to be a good person. Were you raised with parents that said that you should be responsible, that you should work hard, that you should apply yourself, that you should have a good attitude? I did. Most everybody I know did. But those are not the things that allow a person to become successful. Now, none of those things that I just matter said are bad in and of themselves. They're not. They're not. But when you attach it to who you are as a being, if all of a sudden you find out doing the opposite of one of those things is the thing that will get you rich, you don't want to let it go because your subconscious mind then concludes that you're not a good person. And I'm talking specifically about the one wrapped around hard work. Here's the reason why. I'm even going to tell you what the reason is behind this. When you work really hard, you're generally trading time for money. When you're working to become rich, you're leveraging time, money, knowledge, people, ideas. You cannot get rich unless you understand the rules of leverage based on the rules of cause and effect, based on the law of polarity and the law of vibration. Everything's here. Everything that you want is here right now. There's no question about that. But you have to be doing the right thing based on the law of cause and effect. In other words, money is always, and you don't want to get this backwards, money is always an effect. It's never a cause. It's always an effect. What does that mean? That means that if I want a lot of money in my life, I have to understand what the right effect is. 
Now, this is where it gets crazy because somebody might be thinking, yeah, but David, aren't there a lot of effects to getting money? Yes, there are. Criminals make a lot of money, but it's not a good cause, (laughs) right? Drug dealers make a ton of money, but it's not a good cause. Sex workers can make a lot of money, but it's probably not a good cause. Uh, Gambling operations can make billions, but it's probably not a good cause, right? So, um, you know, corruption, same way. It depends on what the intention is and what it's going to be used for. The idea for us, though, is that we want to do things where the cause of what we're doing is good. It's good for the people that we're putting it out for, and it's good for us. The effect of that, if you're doing the right thing, will be that you make more money, but not that you have to work harder. Working harder when it comes to getting rich is one of the biggest lies that have ever been perpetuated on human beings. You will in, in, in the book, he actually talks about the, the 500 people that he interviewed uh, about becoming rich. And one of the th- he said something astounding in this book, and you go back and read it yourself. And, and he said, check everybody that he's mentioned. You check for yourself. He said he never saw any of them working hard. And they were the, the top 500 uh, income earners in the world uh, back in the early 1900s. He never saw one of them working hard because they understood leverage. You cannot work hard enough to get rich. Maybe that's the idea you should put in your mind. Like a new piece of information today, I can't work hard enough to get rich. That's the idea. I can't. Because hard work is not the cause and effect of getting rich. It is not. Getting rich is based on the idea of, do I have something of value for somebody else that they understand that they have the value? And how do I leverage that so that I'm either getting larger dollar amounts for it or larger groups, larger amounts of people are actually buying it. And we've seen, I mean, if you look at one of the most common ones that we have today are Amazon and say the iPhone. Okay. And forget, you know, I mean, I understand that people have political issues and all kinds of stuff with those things, but put that aside for a second, right? Amazon's one of the most amazing things that anybody's had the ability to experience it's probably not all that amazing for somebody that's grown up in the Amazon era. But if you take somebody like me that was born way before Amazon was ever brought into the world, you had to go to the store for every single thing that you wanted. You had to wait for things when they weren't around. Today, you don't have to go to the store for anything. Amazon will bring everything to your house. And they usually do it in a very, very short period of time, right? Bezos found a way to add more value to lives of people. And that's why he's as wealthy as he is. The same with Steve Jobs with the iPhone. He found a way to add value to lives of people. Like there's very few things in in the world that have added as much value. I agree. The, the opposite is also there. There's also the negatives, but that exists with everything. The law of polarity exists with everything. You can't have something that's good without it being bad at the same time. And you can't have something bad without being good at the same time, right? So I definitely get that. I hear what you're, I hear what you're thinking on that, right? But you have to remember something, that the idea is that you go out there and you do something with the intention to be good. Now, we put something in your mind today to help shape, reshape the way that you're thinking. 
That's the idea. Reshape the way that you're thinking. The next thing is, is the definiteness of purpose, right? What do you really want? And then the third thing is the consistency to get it. The consistency to get it. Now, if you're having trouble with any of those, contact our office. Let us know. And uh, we'll see what we can do to help you, you know, get past that. By the way, those are the things that everybody has trouble with. It's the things that I had trouble with. Uh, my mentor straightened that stuff out in a very short period of time. Uh, because when you're working with somebody that has already traveled that distance, they've gone that journey, they know the shortcuts to tell you so that you don't spend your whole life struggling just figuring out to get there. Because the truth is this, when you decide that you're going to become successful, it rewires almost everything in your brain. Nothing's the same again, because you have to learn how to think successfully. And then you will vibrate successfully, which is always fun. And you will attract you success in your life. It'll be amazing life. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Uh, this is one of those that you should keep in your arsenal, listen to over and over again. See you next week. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I just love these two topics that I did in uh, the quotes from Think and Grow Rich. I wanted to give you a little nugget uh, that will really help you think about how you're thinking and really let that roll around in your mind. It'll change everything if you just give it some time and application. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to learn more, go to lifeisnowinc.com. I'll see you next week.